speed. I want to hear you make some noise. US 131 Motorsports Park. What you like most about drag racing? We are live right now with Modified to the Lanes. Okay, Modified to the Lanes. Welcome to the US 131 Motorsports Park Drag Racing Podcast. Strap in and hang on for all the latest news, results, and happenings from the fastest track in the world. Justin Wanamaker and myself, Gary Hunt, will offer different perspectives on what's going on on the track and highlighting different drivers and events along the way. This week we'll be covering the recent SFG race that just took place last weekend, uh, local racers that did well at other tracks, and the upcoming PDRA show. This episode is Modify the Lanes is being presented by the Night of Thunder. Nitro will fill the air at the Night of Thunder on Saturday, showcasing Nitro Nostalgia Alders, Double B Nostalgia Funny Cars, Midwest Nostalgia Pro Stock Series, and the Chicagoland Super Stocks. That's June 23rd. Check out US 131 Motorsports Park for all the info. And remember, this year, the event also includes Super Chevy. That'll be taking place that weekend. And, of course, the Super Chevy Car Show will be going on during the 23rd, the Night of Thunder. Thank you for taking the time to download and listen to our show. If you enjoy it, please rate us accordingly and tell your friends. Also, as, as part of this show, we are going to be giving away a four-pack of tickets to the PDRA event coming up this weekend at US 131 Motorsports Park. In order to win these tickets, you must be a subscriber of the podcast either on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. And we will randomly pick one subscriber on one of, on one of those outlets and give them a four-pack of tickets to this weekend's event. Now, Gary, we got a lot of racing to talk about this weekend. <laughs> Man, it, it seems like uh, we were here for an entire week. That uh, five days... Of warm, beautiful Southwest Michigan weather. How about that? And, and it and it only rained for like an hour. Um, I think late Friday night, early Saturday night. Yeah, and, early in the morning, had to dry the track. Otherwise, it was perfect. It was an awesome weekend. It was nice and hot, just like I like it. And it, we uh, there's a lot of cars here. The place was packed, and it was it, the atmosphere was just it was it was awesome. Everybody was excited. There's a lot of money going around, and um, it, it was a really great time. On the Wednesday, they changed the 5K race to a $6,000 race. And how many? 361 entries showed up? 361 entries for the 5K Wednesday. Just to, uh, just to throw in a little bit of something to get down the racetrack. And, and I know when we had Kyle and Jake on a couple weeks ago on the show, they had talked about how they had 225 entries mm -hmm. at one of their races in Carolina earlier this year on their Wednesday warm-up day. And uh, we blew that out of the water. That's amazing. 361 compared to the best ever 225 for a warm-up race. For they, sure. In fact, it didn't even get done on Wednesday night. No, right? no. Wait, the, the dew came in about 1 o'clock mm -hmm. uh, Thursday morning, and we were, we were up in the lanes for, I believe, round four. And they said, you know what, this is, this is going to go way too late as it is. We're going to cut it here, and we're going to finish this one up the next day. But when it was finished... Uh, Steve Law beat out West May. Now West May's from not too far away in in Muncie, Indiana area, and and he West was doing pretty good that weekend. And Steve Law, no slouch himself. 
I, I believe Law's from Indiana as well. And then uh, our one of our local guys, Brad Walters, in the in the Corvette, made it down to 15 cars. I'm not sure if he got into any kind of split or anything, but Walters doing real well in the Wednesday nights. So Brad in the Corvette got down to the last 15 cars of the Wednesday night race. How about yourself? How'd you do on the Wednesday program? I uh, I lost fourth round. Um, I was still in when they said, you know what, we're going to we're gonna we're gonna bag it for tonight, and we'll finish it up after the 20k on Thursday. And and I didn't make it much past fourth round. <laughs> then what about Thursday, the 20k race? Brian Newport, who just a couple weeks ago at a at a race in Kilcare Dragway picked up a win there. He picked up the 20K race win over Darren Frasso from Canada. And then in, in local local news, local drivers doing well. Jason Jensen bowed out at 14 cars in that 20K warm-up race. Good for Jason, huh? He did all right. Definitely. Coming off of a 50K win at, at Stanton last year in August and going deep in the rounds a couple different days, now to 14 cars in the 20K for Thursday. How many, how many cars do you think they had in the, in the 20K? It was a little lighter than Wednesdays. Just the, the entry fee for the Wednesday warm-up race was only a $25 entry. Uh, so mm -hmm. it, the, the 20K race entry more or less fit the purse of the 20K. So that, it was down a little bit. I, I want to say it was somewhere between 250 and 300 cars entered that the 20K race. So each day when, they, uh, when the main event was rolling up, you know, getting down near the late going, so they would get into these shootout races, right? Yep, and the shootouts were thrown together more or less to, to keep cars going down the track. And I, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to get all the results for the shootouts, but we do have one. I mean, this wouldn't be the Donnie Hagar podcast without talking about him. Mm -hmm. um, Donnie Hagar, he, he jumped in Heinz Haller's truck three weekends in a row and found the winner's circle three weekends in a row. Hagar beat Jared Ledford for a four thousand dollar thirty two car shootout win. How about that, Donnie Hager and Jared Ledford in the final? Probably the combined ages of those guys isn't even forty. It's probably not even my age. <laughs> Pretty good for those kids. They did well. Then on to Friday, the fifty k, the first fifty k, the big one. We're gonna start turning things things up a little bit here. Fifty thousand dollars to win, and Jeff Sarah beat Kevin Pollard in the final. In the final now. Jeff Sarah, he's uh, he's pretty well known in the big money bracket racing community, and Kevin Pollard. We talked a little bit about him uh, when we talked to Kyle and Jake uh, the the last mm -hmm. show that we did, and Pollard was the one that won the first ever SFG race, oh. and he was the one that, that was for fifty grand, fifty, and mm -hmm. and one of the stipulations to get a, a no box guy involved with that or a foot brake guy involved with that was that if if a if a foot brake guy won. It paid an extra five thousand dollars to win. Okay. So Pollard cashed in for fifty-five thousand dollars in two thousand sixteen at the first ever SFG race, mm -hmm. and him and Seth Phillips jumped in the motorhome, came all the way over here from Virginia, yep. and Pollard ended up winning the no box portion all three days, and then mm -hmm. runnered up Friday. So and, within the door car side of the ladder is the no box side. And, if, and is it the the best no-box guy would win extra money, too? The, yeah, the, the last man standing in the no-box deal, it, it's separate buy runs and everything. The last man standing got a $2,500 bonus yeah. and and was thrown to the wolves, more or less, mm -hmm. in, yeah. in with the rest of the door cars. And and Kevin Pollard won the no-box deal. He won the door car part of it, and he ended up racing Jeff Sarah in the dragster um, for fifty grand. 
and came up a little short there. Yeah. And looking at the how the locals did, we're gonna we're gonna claim Tom Artakis as a local. He's he's from Michigan. He's he's run over here quite a few times. Yeah. Um, he did get runner up in no box. I think he won here on May sixth, right? Correct. Sunday. Yeah. Artakis with the uh, sixty nine Barracuda, the red one. Yep. And then Mike Staley going some rounds too, running four fifties in the blown dragster. He made it down to the ten dragsters, twenty cars total, and and he was he was doing really well. You know, Mike Staley also was the best losing package on Saturday first round. Oh no, kid! Picked up two hundred fifty dollars for that as well. Oh, very good, very good. Good so, to see the local guys uh, coming home with a little something in in the in this field of giants. And when we get into Saturday, the one twenty five, you're going to be talking about Kevin Pollard a little bit more. Oh yeah, Kevin Pollard. This 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 is going to sound like the Kevin Pollard show when we're talking about the SFG race this weekend. Um, Kevin not only won the no box side of things, he had his entry in the box side of things. He was foot breaking in both. He ain't any good off the top. Mm-hmm. Um, foot breaking the Chevy Love in both, running five forties. He had to race himself in the no box final. Yeah, he had two entries. Two entries in in door cars and ended up racing himself in the no box final. To then race David Lanning, who won the dragster side of things, and Lanning came out on top in the final. And I, I, I really don't know what happened uh, with Lanning and letting go of that button, mm-hmm. but it wasn't on time. Um, no. I, from the sounds of it, he may have had to replace the bump down button <laughs> after he let go. But it, it didn't matter. Uh, Kevin Pollard was four red, and it was it, the story yep. was told from there. Kevin left first. Uh, but Landing is from Coldwater. He's the electrician guy that everybody goes to. Yep. And, and running Bill Swain's brand new diamond car. That was Swain's car. It was Swain's ah, car. It, it doesn't even have a drop of paint on it yet. It's yeah. still the bare aluminum body panels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the chassis is all powder coated and done up nice. The wiring is, is definitely on point as, as all of Landing's cars that he, that he does are. But there wasn't even a drop of paint on the car yet. And... Carrying it to wow. 125k win. It still looked good, and he won the 125. Any other locals do well on Saturday? Now we've we've got here Christine Kerbitz made it down to six cars. Hashtag Team Justin. Uh, she was she was in at six cars, and in yeah. the in the in the staging lanes at that point. And, and I don't know if it's just the 125 or if it was for all of the big money races. They they looked over everyone's cars. So dragsters and door cars, it didn't matter. Everybody pulled up, pulled the body panels off, and they took the, took a real close look at uh, at everything. They're just making sure everybody's on the on the up and up and, and being honest like they need to be, and no uh, no illegal stuff right. going on in the cars. So. I didn't even know that from the tower, but that's the round, the round of six. We had three dragsters and three door cars. Yep. And that's uh, that's when they did the checks on the cars. Yep. Interesting. Took a look over everything and. and Nothing, nothing that I know of was found as all six ran the round and, and we moved on from there. Then Sunday, the 50K once again. And we, we talked about Jeff Sarah a little bit ago, winning Friday's 50K. Well, this time he made it to the final and, and runnered up to uh, Skinny Kenny Underwood. Mm-hmm. Underwood is a bad dude in a door car. I, it, he won the million a few years ago and... It, he proceed after he won the million. He proceeded to back all the way up the track, and <laughs> literally just burned the Mickey Thompsons off the back of that car. <laughs> That's the uh, the Jeg sponsored car, the Firebird. Right? Yep, yep. Trans Am, nice. Yep. And we're talking a little bit about local guys doing good. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, <laughs> I guess 
I get, and and this is this is strictly going off of the uh, dragstory.com results, which that's got all of the round by round mm-hmm. results and reaction times and everything from the whole weekend. Uh, I I somehow or another managed to be the last local guy standing on Sunday. I run it up to Kevin Pollard on the no box side of things. And the no box, he got to the final in no box, which is great. And so there's some money for that person. Whether well, you guys offer a split or something. Yeah, right? we we cut it up a little bit and. Uh, Definitely made it worthwhile for the weekend. Paid for the weekend. Heck Way to yeah. go, Justin. Heck yeah. And then, not uh, not something we really desire to talk about too much, but we've got to give a, a hard luck award out. Chris Wells mm. had probably the worst weekend of racing that, that he's ever experienced. Um, the the truck that he threw my brother Kyle into uh, to for the race uh, Saturday, First round, broken axle, mm. tore up the whole rear end housing. Everything in that rear end mm. was junk after that. Yep. And then he jumped in the dragster, uh, the bass boat, and uh, <laughs> he had the misfortune of, of getting it turned sideways and, and and getting a hold of the wall, and it turned over a couple times. And, yep. I mean, he, he he crawled out safe. He's fine, a little, little bit of a bruised ego, but mm-hmm. um, Chris is doing all right. The, not so much for the dragster, but... Yep. We uh we feel for him. We uh we know he'll be back out as soon as he can. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Thankfully, he's okay. He didn't get hurt. The car, I think, ended up upside down, which is yes, unusual for Dexter. And there was a little fire. Yeah. Um, and and he did hear people yelling fire and, and mm-hmm. got right out and he was able to get out safely and, and well, thank goodness unharmed. For that. Absolutely, thank goodness for. He gets the hard luck award, huh? Yeah, not something we really want to give out too often, but I think he's deserving of, of a little recognition yeah. there. But that uh, Kevin Pollard was my hero for the weekend. Oh, man. I must have seen a half a dozen double O lights. Oh, and yeah. And, of course, the truck is always right on. Oh, yeah. They, Amazing. I, and, and you're not the only one. I, I probably talked to a dozen different racers, especially local racers, that have said it just unbelievable performance by yeah. Kevin Pollard. I mean, he's never seen anything like it. And then coming from a guy who's swapping feet. Yeah, I asked some of the SFG officials. I asked him, does he spend the entire week on the practice street? And they said, no, he's just gifted. He, he's he's good. He's, he's very really good. really good at it. And uh, it's a, it's awfully good to see a, a bottom bulb guy do that well. Oh yeah, holding yeah, their so own in with the you know the sea of sea of top bulb guys and mm-hmm. and dragsters and, and and everything else. Well, it looked like a great race overall. Great weather, no real troubles, and everybody just seemed to have a good time. Oh yeah, definitely. It was it like I said, the atmosphere was was really positive. Um, you know, it, it was it was a great time. It was a good, mm-hmm. well run race. You know, we, I didn't spend a whole lot of time in the staging lanes. You know, hardly ever. Yep. So that that part was nice. Um, yeah, yeah, they ran was, the cars through, didn't they? And, and, and uh, pushed cars through like like really well. Kyle's family put on a great meal on Saturday. Oh, I, I was too busy racing and, and and doing other stuff and helping people out with their cars to even go over there. I'll I'm glad what, to hear it was good. I didn't miss it. <laughs> it was it was great, and the people were friendly. It's just that they seem to care about the racers, absolutely in every way possible. And that's what Kyle told us when we talked to him on the last show is that. And everything that they do is for the racers. Yep. And, and I think it showed this weekend. So they'll be back in July. I'm not sure what date it is. I think it's the, the 15th through the 18th, just going off of memory. Okay. We'll uh, we'll definitely have some more information on that coming up in a future show. Yep. And uh, they're, the last that I knew, there are still entries available. So is that it, the same money, roughly? It, it's real close. I think it's a 50 to win Friday and Sunday and 100 to win on Saturday. And I want to say that instead of 750, it's 700. 
to to enter some somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. We'll get all the particulars out to you uh, when we get a little bit closer to it. And like I said, if if, if that one's not on your calendar, mark it down. Um, it, it's it, it is a good time. It's a it's a long weekend, and a lot of just unbelievable, unbelievably good racing. Oh yeah. Double O everything. Double O. Oh yeah, there, there's lines. zeros all over the announcer it was, screen. It was amazing. Just round it, round it, round. So what else did well around the area? Well, last weekend, or actually, we go back a couple of weeks. A couple weeks ago, we, you know, Ron Hagar, <laughs> the guy just goes and wins. It, I mm -hmm. mean, you, you can't hardly not bet on him to do well. Ron lives down by Jackson, and he drove up to Mid Michigan Motorplex. Uh, two weekends ago to to run their weekend race. They ended up raining out on Saturday. And knowing that Northern Michigan Dragway runs things a little bit later, he jumped in the jumped in his car, he drove it to Northern Michigan Dragway. Yep. And without implicating Ron as far as how fast he drove, I heard it was <laughs> three numbers <laughs> starting with a one on the highway up to Northern Michigan Dragway. Yep. And he ended up uh, doing quite well, swapping feet yep. in the street-driven car. He ended up winning their bracket one class, which is like a top ET class here. Yeah, yeah, and there's something. And then so drove just... home from there. He got home at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock oh in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And so uh, so he just kept going north till he found a weather. Found somebody who was going to race. Because mid-Michigan got rained out, and, of course, we did here at, at 131. Yep. And then last weekend. Last weekend, we... Uh, we had a pretty good showing for for locals up at Mid Michigan Motorplex. Mm -hmm. The uh, I just wanted to add one thing that Ron Hager is Team Gary. Team Gary. That's <laughs> there it is. right there. Although there. he's winning top ET up there at uh, Northern. That's all right. Still putting points on the board. Those yeah, ones don't count. But so my good my good buddy Jim Powell made it to the final in uh, in top ET runner up on Saturday. He lost to Jason Hammerline in a good close race. Jim. That's had a couple of three double O lights on the way. Oh no, kidding! That was the first time out for Jim this year. Yeah, isn't he it? had a little trouble with the car. He had uh, his uh, nitrous model was always getting up uh, too high in pressure because of the heat. He just couldn't keep it cooled down. He had to purge and purge and purge, and he just uses it uh, part of the time down the track. But the nitrous, he uses normally a couple of pounds a run. He'd have to use five pounds per run to keep it purged and keep the pressure down. Okay. And so I, uh, he had a real struggle with all that uh, that heat and that nature. All the heat going on with the sunshine. That took, uh, took place all weekend. Okay. Daryl Caravino picked up a win light in the street. Yep. Trinity Morris uh, was runner up in advance, and Trinity got into her first final of the year. Yep. And she lost to Trey Goodson. Ah, that's and right. I think that's hashtag Team Cameron. I think Trey Goodson is on Team Cameron. I yes. Gary's a. Uh, Looking at the sheet right now, I can see. We'll, we'll yeah, get back to that. Yeah, uh, it is. Cameron just perked up <laughs> a little bit here. Yeah, Cameron's got uh, Allie Mutchler and Trey Goodson. They both did well. Keep on going They here. did. Allie Mutchler uh, got the runner-up in the second chance race on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And Sunday, who's who's this guy right here that won Modified? My Ron Hager. He, <laughs> another win for Ron, this time in Modified at Mid-Michigan on, uh, on Sunday. Like I said, Ron just goes places and turns wind lights on. That's that's what he knows how to do, and that's that's what he does. Yeah. And then Samuel Pe Samuel Peterson hashtag Team Justin mm -hmm. beat Trey Goodson in the advanced final. Goody uh, making two finals in a row. I know Samuel broke a crankshaft, I believe Saturday, and they got things put back together and and was able to 
to go all the way and, and turn the last wind light on in, in the advanced junior class. Trey Goodson, Team Cameron. Team Cameron over there, putting up points. <laughs> Let's go. Evan Mutchler uh, picked up a runner-up in the 10- to 12-year-old junior class on Sunday. Yep, that's Team Gary, by the way. Oh, Team Gary there, yeah. yeah. We don't want to forget about that. Yeah. Now, uh, none of these points actually count. But Not from other tracks, but they... Uh, no, we, we want to we hype up our team a little bit. Of course, they're out there flexing their muscles at other tracks. Exactly. Showing them how it's done. And Stanton ran Monday, uh, Memorial Day weekend. They put together a nice three-day weekend, and Gary's over there mm -hmm. uh Puffing out his chest a little bit. <laughs> Hashtag Team Gary. Stan Jones picking up the win and modified. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how any of that race went, but uh, there he is on top. Yeah. We saw the picture, the, the Monza going into the winner's circle. And then Aubrey Morris got runner-up in the 10 to 12 junior dragster class. And yep. Her sister Trinity won the advanced class. Now, Trinity, think about this. This is the first uh, two finals I think she might have ever been in. And, and, and now she's tasted the blood. Now oh, she's yeah. Gonna, she's she's going to be getting after it. Mark my word, just watch and see if Trinity Morris all of a sudden doesn't become quite a dominus in advanced junior days. Let's yeah. just watch and see how it pans out. Sure, she, she's got a taste of it now, and, and uh, I know I know she'll get a hold of it, and, and she'll she'll definitely be going some rounds yeah. when she comes back here. Yep, she's got that off her back now. She's good to, she's good to go. And then Hunter Skolton picking up the win in the second chance race. Uh, Hunter's second year in the car and, and doing – Doing really well. That's the Pennzoil Junior Dragster, and Gary's over there doing a little jig. Hunter. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's uh, Team Gary or something. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. All right. And that's uh, – that's uh, we had a really good showing as far as, as 131 locals going other tracks and, and turning on wind lights. It just kind of goes to show how tough our regular racers really are. That's right. Yep, congratulations to all. Next up on our uh, on our agenda here, we're going to be joined by Tommy Franklin, president of PDRA, and to talk a little bit about the the race this weekend presented by PDRA. All right, Tommy, how's it going, man? It's going great, man. Thanks for having me on. You know, we've got a uh, action-packed weekend set up here. We've got the baddest pro mods in the world. Um, probably more pro mods on one property than you ever see at any event um across the across the united states or across the you know across the world really so we've got classes from pro extreme to pro nitrous to pro boost which are all of your turbocharged supercharged um and nitrous assisted entries as well as um naturally aspirated pro stock entries and some pro extreme uh motorcycles which are nitrous and turbo bikes and We've got junior dragsters, we've got top sportsmen, top dragster, and we got bracket bash. So all the local bracket racers can come out and uh, participate as well as, uh, you know, anybody that class races and anybody that has a bad pro mod, this is the place to bring it. And anybody that's watching out there, this is definitely the best show out there. So, you know, we've got cars that'll be 220 plus in the eighth mile, you know, 350s and maybe even some 340s we're looking like we're gonna have some stellar weather on uh saturday so we're looking at some uh fast times for sure yeah that sounds great um just just a little bit about we're talking eighth mile racing so you said 350s maybe even a 340 what's what's the current record for the uh, fastest pro class that you've got? record i believe is 348 um our pro nitrous record is 365 and our pro boost record, I believe, is 363. So, I mean, we've got um, 
like I said, all these all these records are the fastest of any pro mod organization out there. So this is the real deal. This is where the fastest pro mods in the world race. So there's uh, there's going to be a you know heck of a group of cars that compete you know side by side competition that's unreal. So. Now, Tommy, the uh, PDRA did not come here last year. We took it was the year before. Is that correct? It was two years ago. That is correct. Yes. So good. We welcome you back. Thank you. Who Who are some of the big names? Like, if I'm a huge Pro Mod fan, like some of the big names that, that I may recognize that'll be coming here to US 131. Yeah. So in our uh, Pro Nitrous class, you're going to have. Um, Myself, I'll be racing. Um, Jay Cox, Lizzie Musi, Randy Weatherford, Jason Harris, um, Chris Reaney. I mean, there's a lot of heavy hitters there along with many others um, that'll be along with that. Pro Boost, you've got, um, oh, shoot, Tommy D'April, Mark Caruso. Um, I'm a nitrous guy, can't you tell? But no, there's, uh, <laughs> there's um, turbocharged entries. You know, a lot of the Pro Line cars will be up there. Um, on the Pro Extreme side of it, you got Brandon Snyder, which I believe is the actual current record holder in Pro Extreme at 348. Um, you have Brandon Snyder, Adam Flamhawk, Terry Leggett, um, you know, just a bunch of guys there. The Pro Stock guys, I mean, John Monacavo, um, mm-hmm. you know, just Elijah Morton, just a, all, you know, all the big heavy hitters will be there. So it's going to be a heck of a race for that, no doubt. From my experience, I have never seen a car hit the starting line any harder than these Pro Extreme cars. They just scooped off that starting line. It's amazing how fast and how hard those tires hit. And hopefully they, right. go, they go straight. But it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, you're talking um, sub 960 foots. You know, we'll have some uh, 880, 890, 60 foots out of the Pro Extreme cars. 920s in the pro boost cars 920s 930s in the pro nitrous cars we actually got a pro nitrous versus pro boost uh let's call it a grudge match on friday night the uh winners from our previous race tommy dave and randy weatherford um they're going to go head to head uh friday night in the final qualifying session just to kind of answer who's better blow over <laughs> the bottle we're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna throw this down so Nice. And, and, and you're gonna that's that's just for now because you know it'll change within like the next month or so who's the baddest of the bad you're exactly right <laughs> oh yeah now uh let's talk a little bit about the schedule um i'm i'm just uh, considering myself just a, a fan that's that's looking to take my family out there for the weekend uh when's the best time to come uh friday night sounds like there's going to be some qualifying saturday's eliminations um yep. tell me a little bit about what to expect each each uh each day yeah so friday and saturday both um you know we'll open up friday we'll have three rounds of qualifying throughout friday but we're you know always have a friday night session um that's kind of 7 seven thirty ish that we're going to throw down and have the pros out there qualifying with a uh you know to get out there and finish that off so um friday night if you're you know if you're working friday come out there and you're going to see one heck of a final round of qualifying there on friday night as far as saturday same thing we open up saturday morning um we kick off i believe it's 9 30 we kick off with qualifying um our final round of qualifying for our sportsman classes that's our junior dragsters as well as our um top sportsman top dragster bracket bash all of those cars uh, we actually also have pro outlaw 632 at this race um so 
we'll kick off that final qualifying session on Saturday morning. And then, you know, we kind of have our pre-race and all, we go right into eliminations and the race is going to be completed on Saturday. So we have um, four rounds of eliminations that we go through and, you know, so at really any given point, but if you want to be there to see who takes the crown, you know, Saturday afternoon, it's going to finish up and uh, just depends on how long you want to be there. we got a bunch of uh, racing to happen all day long. So don't feel like you have to be there the whole time, but you're definitely more than welcome to be there. It's the uh, cheapest ticket you can get. You know, I believe it's uh, $20 on Friday, $25 on Saturday. There's a weekend pass available for 40 bucks. Um, you get more racing than you ever want to see. There's no doubt. So we'll do that. We'll uh, finish off the night Saturday night. We have our, uh, party kind of afterwards in the winter circle you know everybody's welcome to come down and participate in that and um you know a lot of cool stuff all weekend we'll throw out some you know free giveaways and things like that so uh it's definitely there's action packed all day all long you know all night long so now whatever time fits for you that's the time to come out so man it sounds like it's going to be an action-packed weekend now i'm just looking at a couple notes from cameron here uh, tell me a little bit about this burnout competition <laughs> Oh, the burnout competition. Oh, boy, that's added some excitement, let me tell you. <laughs> so we've had a burnout competition in two classes, top sportsman and pro stock. Um, and when you hear burnout competition, I'll tell you what, man, these things win. Um, man, I, I believe the last last race, it was a good 500 feet before they lifted off the throttles, just uh, lighting them up. So um, that just adds some fun to it. You know, see these guys, These every one of us are competitive out there, so it's one thing to be able to compete on the racetrack, but then when you can throw a burnout competition in there, we just, you know, we tear our stuff up before we get to the starting line. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's not like the sissy burnouts that the NHRA pro stock guys do nowadays. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty intense for sure. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It sounds like there's going to be a live band on the property as well. There is Friday night, um, eight to 11, I believe it is. Um, we're going to have a live band. So as I said, get off work. You've had a hard hard week at work. Come on out, see a little bit of drag racing. Drag racing is going to end. We're going to have music for a little bit after that. Just hang out, have a good time, and relax. That's all it's about. We want everybody to come out, and have fun, enjoy what you're seeing. That's 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 what we're about. Every one of our drivers are, you know, very susceptible to people coming up and taking pictures, looking at them, handing out hero cards, you know, things of that sort. Um, as as with drag racing, every tick every ticket's a pit pass, so. You get to get up and come up close, and anybody that comes, feel free and welcome to come by my trailer as well. Very, very uh, looking forward to seeing everyone. Man, it, it sounds awesome. I, I kind of wish I wouldn't have made other plans to go race elsewhere this weekend. <laughs> Time to cancel them, man. Time to cancel them. <laughs> Tommy, bracket you. bash. You get, get in the bracket bash, I think it's uh, $2,000 to win. So. Any, uh, any break on the kids' tickets, Tommy? How much for kids? Yes. Kids, um, there's a discount price for kids. I know what's uh, 12 and under, I believe. Don't hold me to that. It's free. I'm actually going to it now, 12 and under for free. Um, get that for you in just a second. But, yeah, it's um, that's always the case. And, you know, 12 and under for free, I'm just verifying that. Mm -hmm. We can yeah. probably buy these tickets online ahead of time through the track camera. Yeah. Okay. So we could so somebody who's looking to get advanced tickets can get right on the PDRA website and and be able to get their yep. tickets for the weekend. Yes, yeah, so if you go to pdra660.com, 
You can buy all your tickets right there from the site. Um, it is kids 12 and under are free. We have a $5 discount for military with valid military ID. Um, so yeah, it's, um, like I said, it's the best, best 20, 25 bucks you'll ever spend. There's no doubt $40 for a weekend pass. And it actually includes Thursday testing if you get a weekend pass. Um, so come out and see everybody kind of getting ready for the race and see some testings kind of not of a, as much of a organized event with the uh, times for everything to start, but it's just everybody kind of comes up, makes hits on the racetrack as they want. So, uh, and it looks to be as much as I hate to say this out loud, the weather's looking awesome up there in Martin, Michigan. So, mm-hmm. man, and, and we, we've had our fair share of, uh, we'll call it troublesome weather forecast. That's right. so <laughs> it's great to see the, a, a nice forecast for a weekend coming up. Um, just one more thing real quick. Talk a little bit about the bracket bash for the local bracket racers. Bracket Bash, so yes, it's exactly what it is. All your local guys, you know, guys that normally race uh, US 131, more than welcome to come out and participate. Um, we want you to come out. We want you to be able to be part of the uh, the big show, per se. You know, we have a big uh, big payout at this event. Everybody likes to be able to uh, be a part of it, along with the purse. You know, I think, as I said, it's a $2,000 to win purse. It also, um, you get a 660, man, which is our coveted trophy that we give out so it's kind of that uh you know everybody wants to race for the trophy just as much as they do for the money so it um part of the deal and we we treat it just like it's any other class run in there we'll have a couple time runs um you know you can still come in on saturday morning get a time run and race in that race and uh compete right along with the rest of them yeah, a little more detail i found on the website about the bracket bash they had it's for a 750 and quicker is that about a 12-second 12, yep. 12 car and a quarter mile? Yeah, it's Just... got to be right at, right about 12 flat, I think, is about a quarter mile equivalent yep. of that. It's a it's a full tree with a crosstalk will be on. It's 2000 to win, $100 to enter, and you can uh, buy back in round number one for 75 bucks, if I'm correct. Right, Tommy? That is every bit of that's correct. Okay. You're dead on. And, of course, if you want to get into the top dragster or the uh, top sportsman class, they have a an elite class. That's the quickest 16 on the property. That's four grand to win. 200 to enter some of our racers might want to get into that and then the regular top sportsman and, and top dragster as well these are these two classes mirror each other and that is 3500 to win uh, top sportsman or top dragster in the uh, regular class if they have 42 combined entries there'll be an elite class and then a 32 car regular class if there's less it'll be i think 16 and 16. does that sound about right that all sounds correct okay so some of our faster top ET entries, as, as has happened in the past, would be glad to uh, do well to come up here and run in this top sportsman class. And not that many rounds. It's some pretty big bucks for four grand. good money for a few rounds, you're right. Heck yeah, that sounds awesome. And I just, I mean, typically um, we, we run quarter mile up here, and I just want to say something to the, the fans and, and that may be interested in coming out that are listening to this um, and, and that may not understand the eighth mile thing. Um, the, these guys are going. These guys are flying to the eighth mile, and and the mm-hmm. the grandstands here go all the way almost to the eighth mile. So you're you're realistically seeing the top speeds happen right in front of your face, versus the quarter mile where they're they're an eighth mile away and going away from you. You don't get you don't get as much of an appreciation for the speed and the acceleration that that, that a lot of these fast cars. I mean, three forty eight in the eighth mile, that's that's flat booking. <laughs> and, and to happen right in front of your face like that in, in, in the best seats in the house, I mean, there's not a there's not a bad spot in the grandstands anywhere on the property. What kind of top speed, Justin? 
What what is the any idea what the top speed is, Tommy? As far as that three forty eight. Three forty eight. We've had um, Turbo Cars and Pro Extreme over two thirty <laughs> in the eighth of a mile. It, um, wow. All of your Pro Nitrous cars you'll see over two hundred. You know, some probably in the two hundred five range. Yeah. Your Pro Boost cars. Um, Supercharged cars you'll see right at the 200, 201 mark, and your turbo cars you'll see those possibly 215 to 220 as well. So that's the thing. We're not knocking on anything that's out there, but we're going to have quarter, you know, quarter mile speeds being done in eighth mile. So it's it's the most intense thing you'll see happening. That's um, 660 feet. It's for real. Right, for sure. (laughs) I mean, that's we're we're not talking that long ago that that the fastest pro mods weren't even going 230 in the quarter mile. And, and that's you guys right. are going 230 <laughs> in the 8th mile. And that's getting it done. That is amazing. For uh, junior dragster folks, <clears throat> excuse, if you want to get into that, uh, the pro junior dragsters for the 13 to 18 year olds, it's a 750 index class on a 510s pro 790 tree. 790 index, yep. I'm sorry, 790 index. index on a 510s pro tree. And of course, you qualify by being the closest you can to that 790. That's 1,000 to win for juniors, $100 entry. And then the top junior class is for 8- to 13-year-olds, and that'll be a bracket-style racing full tree. And they'll qualify those 16 cars based on reaction time. 1,000 to win, 100 oh, to enter for an for 8- to 13-year-old kid. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good deal on the junior side of things. Yeah, and I tell you, man, our juniors um, at every event, I mean, I can tell you, I have two daughters that run junior, so when we talk about, a 16 car qualified field i mean we've had uh in the pro junior class a bump of 792 with a three mm-hmm. um you know on a, on 16 so that's 16 cars 792 with a three or, or closer to 790 than that and then on our um top junior you know 025 026 bump on the tree as well so i mean it's just you know, Man. That's no problem, right, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. O- twenty light, right? Because I tell you, these kids are more uh, more competitive than the rest of us. They <laughs> really are. I mean, I wouldn't believe me. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> well, Tommy, thank you very much for taking the time to uh, be on here with us. We uh, looking forward to this event. This sounds like an awesome deal, an awesome race, and uh, we we're really looking forward to, to seeing everybody this weekend. And if you're on the fence about it, get a little bit more information at PDRA660.com and make make the plans. It's going to be a really nice weekend in Michigan, um, a lot cooler than it was this last weekend. We were in the mid-90s running up here this last weekend for Memorial Day weekend, and, and it sounds like it may be you know right around 70 degrees and, and just a, a, an awesome weekend to bring the family out and see some fast, fast cars getting it done right in front of your face in the grandstands. That's it. That's for sure. We look forward to it for sure. All right. Well, thanks so much, Tommy. We really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we'll see you this weekend. All right. Thank you. See you now. We'd just like to thank Tommy one more time for uh, taking the time to join us on this podcast here, and, and with a what a great interview that was. We got me excited about it and, and really seriously made me wish that I had not made other plans to go racing elsewhere. Yeah, and plenty of good chances for our local bracket racers to join the, the fray as well in the PDRA coming up this weekend. Absolutely. Now we we'd like to uh, to kind of put something together for a future episode. Um, I know myself personally, one of my favorite things about bracket racing, and, and especially it seems like here at US One Thirty One, is is there's always there's always teams. You know, when I was a kid, there was Team Chaos and Team Gus, and I 
I, I didn't get too involved with either one of those teams. I mean, they, I liked all the guys. They, you know, they were always friendly to me as a kid, running around, kicking dirt all over everything. But it, it just the the team atmosphere is something that's always been strong here. Uh, the family atmosphere is definitely coming back. As it, I mean, just just unbelievable family atmosphere here on a weekly mm-hmm. basis. And I know now we've got teams like Team Chicken Slayer and Team Loose Cannon. Just a couple of them. There's there's a few other ones. We'd like to we'd like to hear a little bit about your teams and your team names and who you are and and just it, what brought you together and if if you know if it was something you met each other at the at the racetrack or you all decided to to jump into this thing we call bracket racing on a weekly basis and and spend all your hard earned money. I mean, I, bracket racing or drag racing in general is for people who hate money and love work and uh, <laughs> just just how you got together and and. And just we want to hear a little bit about you, and we we'd like to highlight that on a future episode. Um, if you could, you can message either Gary Hunt or myself, Justin Wanamaker, on our private pa- Facebook pages, or through the racetrack's Facebook page, US One Thirty One Motorsports Park Facebook page. Cameron will uh, will pull those out when you when you message us. We'd like to hear about it, so we can highlight you know highlight your teams and stuff on a, on a future podcast. Yeah, tell us a little bit about how your team came about and who's on it. And we'll give you give you some press, huh? Heck yeah. That's going to do it. Gary, that was a great episode. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the interview with Tommy and mm-hmm. talking about the, the, the SFG race this last weekend. I mean, my, my voice is still a little scratchy. I know I, I was getting kind of excited going rounds on Sunday in the car and, and did, did a little bit of announcing as, as Jake Hodge found a couple Canadian rides to... <laughs> to race for the weekend and and he was he was only uh he was part-time announcer and i guess i was part-time announcer and you got some mic time in on saturday as well on saturday in fact uh, didn't your son jace even get on the mic he got he made his announcing debut and and i thought he did a good job but i'm pretty partial to him i but, wish i would have heard it i bet it was great oh no, it, it, it was well that's gonna do it for this episode four of the us 131 motorsports park podcast modified to the lanes um just ask you to like us and subscribe to us uh, however you get your podcasts. We are available on iTunes and SoundCloud, Google Play. And, and if, if you really do like us, uh, rate us accordingly. Uh, leave your comments and stuff. We, we really want to know how we can bring you a better show. And other than that, you got any final thoughts, Gary? Just that so we have some good uh, subjects upcoming uh, uh, next week. I Hopefully we'll have some uh, uh, information on insurance for, for rigs and uh, race cars. Oh, very good. Which we do have a... some, some pretty exciting interviews coming up. Yeah. And uh, some highlight some future events. And like I said, some some more or less of the, the business side of things. And hopefully hopefully we'll bring you some good information. Yeah, and if you like, we can get into some Drag Racing 101 stuff, too. We'll bring uh, Cameron up to speed here as quick as we can. That sounds real good. Well, thank you, everybody, once again, for taking the time to listen to us. And uh, look for the next podcast next week.